insofar as it relates to the data services market inquiry and the after effects thereof, particularly with the MNOs, your telcoms, your Vodacoms, your Celsius and your MTNs who came through to the party with a zero rating of certain public resource and education-related sites. Many thanks to that. And, of course, what this means is that students could access these facilities without needing or using too much data, if any. Marcinia Dikotla, the CEO of Moldino Institute of Language okay. and Literacy, joins us on the line, and he highlights the importance of mother tongue learning. He's of the view that too many African children still have English as a medium of instruction first, and the exclusion of mother tongue could pose a challenge for the outcomes of online learning. For the most part, I agree with that. Perhaps the nuances I am yet to get out of him, and I shall. Mr. Masenya Dikotla, sir, good evening. Thank you for your time. Uh, good evening, Sengezu, and to the listeners of SAFM. Very important. Mother tongue instruction, getting a good grasp of your first language home language before everything else. Perhaps we don't talk enough about this. Take us back to the beginning. Take us back to basics, particularly from a learning perspective, the value of mother tongue education. Yeah, thank you again. Um, home language, learning through a home language is is the, the best thing that a child can get. Uh, because one, you give them the foundation in the language that is familiar to them. And the second thing, when when the, the learners learn through their home language, at least they're dealing with one critical uh, important thing, which is the content. The access to the content is not an issue. Then they can deal with the content. But when they are exposed to an unfamiliar language, then they have to grapple with that language before they can move to the next important stage, which is the learning of the content. So, and you can imagine a seven-year-old, a six-year-old having to grapple with those two big issues. But even more important, if we want the the parents to play a meaningful role in the education of their children, the, the bridge that is very important is the language. So the, the the school, the parents should understand what and how their their children are learning at school, so that they can either supplement or support by providing a conducive environment for their own children. Uh, this this the absence of a home language almost always creates this learning barrier and the barrier between the the school and the home environment. And therefore, the, the, the what result would be a blame game between the teachers and the parents. You didn't do it right. You should have done it right. You are not supporting and so on. So it's very crucial. And what maybe the last thing I want to mention on that is that we are not even suggesting that children learn through a home language and a home language only. We still see the importance of English as a subject running parallel to the home language medium of instruction. So it's not either the home language or English. It is the children should learn through the home language while they're even getting strong uh, intervention through English as a subject. 
You've mentioned English three times as a subject in the last minute or so. Are you suggesting English specifically or are you using English as a reference point? And the word English in what you have said could be substitutable, for instance, for Swahili, French, Isizulu, Afrikaans, and whatever other languages there are as subjects in, 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 in parallel to that child's home language? Or are you specific about English? No, I'm just using it as a reference uh, language. Yes, uh, it could yes. be, maybe I should say, the first additional language. Then it could be English. In some instances, like the you know Western Cape, Northern Cape, you also have the Afrikaans. Uh, but it could be Swahili, any other language. But what what needs to be considered when you pick up what your first additional language is going to be, you must look at the expanding the horizon for for the learners to be able to learn everywhere and put any content to any environment it could be asia it could be europe mm. it could be mm. america and that's where the, the the question of english becomes important as well because it's kind of a, i know people would disagree with that but it kind of uh, brings people together more broadly than other I might be one of those people who might engage this one certainly a lot deeper before I start to disagree. But I think let's just keep to, if you will, the thesis of the submission or the discussion being mother tongue language, the importance of a home language for that child to cultivate learning or to facilitate learning. And perhaps... And this is not necessarily something some of the listeners may be comfortable with, but it is a reality nonetheless. You've alluded to it. The role of parents, not even before the blame game of parent and teacher enters the fray. The parent at home and how they facilitate that language, the language they speak to their child. Stop it, Johnny, two African parents with an African child that is theirs and the common language between the two of them for argument's sake is, is it closer? Reprimanding a child in English, reprimanding a child in a language that is not the mother language, seemingly prioritizing the other language. They watch the English news instead of the Kosa news. They have SAFM on, possibly whereas they could have Umklobo Wenen, and also how they expose their children to this non-mother tongue language. How, how, how do we, without necessarily pointing the finger as though we are reprimanding or somehow bringing them shame, for lack of a better term. How, how do we encourage parents to also participate in this learning curve of the child through what they do, consciously and subconsciously? I think yeah, that's very crucial. And this is not necessarily a South African problem. It's a global problem. The issue of learning through a home language uh, it, it is something that has got to come along with education rather than as an imposition. In other words, parents generally are, are around the globe. People understand that they should not be learning through their home language because they know the language already. And therefore, they should proceed to learn through another language and the language of power and so on. So this is uh, the starting point is to to focus uh, our discussion around what research says and get uh, parents to understand that, again, the point that I started with, that we are not asking them to get their children to learn exclusively. 
through their home language and nothing to do with the, the first additional language. That is a very important distinction because unless you get that one right, then you are going to be accused for by the parents that you are creating a dual education system, one for the elite and one for the poor. And the one for the poor is the one where they learn through their language which they already know. And this is the, the fact that our the, the children of the elite learn in other and urban environment where English is an exclusive language doesn't help either. So the starting point is to educate, to debate, to share what research is. You know, UNESCO is publishing many articles about the importance of home language. They're even promoting that. So uh, once we, we get that one right, then we will be able to encourage the parents to communicate with their children in their home language. So for learning, but also for purposes of enculturation. Language represents culture. Mm. If you understand your language, it comes with culture. You you are likely to understand your culture better. But if you don't know uh, your language, on the contrary, you are unlikely to understand what comes with language, which is the culture, which is the, the cultural aspect. And and the, the the most unfortunate thing is you become what you call a bastard in code. In other words, you don't know your language, but you also don't master the language of the other people, which you want to be. What's the word that you use to describe that person? But, but something like a bastard. I'm not so sure that's the language we encourage. I'm not so sure that's the language we encourage or words we should be using. Uh, okay, I, I can I, I pull that one back. Sorry, I, I apologize for that. But I, I suppose I wanted the point I want to make, Sanghe, so my apology. Sure, sure. Is to... Is to you. You just confuse the children. They don't know themselves, but they don't know what they want to be. No, because I accept. You, you, you can master English, but English also comes with its own culture. So you can't just know English and that's all. But if you're learning English from the strong point of your own home language, then you become a, a better person. Sure, oh, and perhaps yeah. after the break, sorry sorry to interrupt you there, Mr. Masanya Tikotlo, CEO of Maltino Institute for Language and Literacy. We will take some calls, and I certainly do encourage callers to participate, please, because this is something which I think all of us at whatever level can and probably do relate to, Johannesburg, 714-2006. Please, actually, I, I really want to take calls on this, what the situation is like at home, more especially now that, if you like, the ropes of education are a lot more within the home than they typically would have been at school in the light of COVID-19 with the parental responsibility to at least make sure the child is getting educated however so through for instance the online space in which we are now operating they are the teachers before the actual teacher because the teacher is available online as soon as you log off that child is yours so how do parents engage this question through even some of the content subjects say your geographies your sciences your biologies how do we ensure that we facilitate the culture of learning in the home language of that child or in the language that prevails at home 
not necessarily more or over another language, but just making sure that the primary mechanics of facilitating the culture of learning through home language is taking place. I really would like your views at home, and I understand that Chagas are quite awake now because MJ thinks he is world famous. So after the break, taking calls, Johannesburg, 714. 2006, Masenya returns after this. M, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songezo Mapete on SAFM. Good evening, Songezo. Songezo, the language and the topic that you, you just brought in. You know, I want to tell you something. We as the parents of these children, we are even afraid or nor shy or ashamed of who we are. So how will our children know their culture? Because we as the parents, we are the ones who are promoting this kind of a notion where our children must not know where they come from and their home language, actually. So it's going to be difficult for these children to grow up knowing where they come from. Where are the parents? Where are the parents? I understand I have one on the line already from Bumalanga, Masonwabe, and I'm hoping to take at least another two calls on this question of mother tongue language first being prioritized, especially in a child, to facilitate, among many other things, the culture of learning and culture, frankly, itself. Masonwabe, your thoughts. Good evening. Thanks for calling. Uh, good evening. Uh, you know, Songhezo, our leaders are morally bankrupt and they are cowards. Yeah, that's just the fact of the matter. And we as South African citizens are complicit in, um, to a lesser or greater extent. Because what worries me is that the National Party, particularly the Africans, I mean, yeah, the, the people that broke, I mean, yeah, the guy, yeah, what was his name again? Herzog. By 1918, they had succeeded in establishing in Africans a full-fledged Africans university in Stellenbosch University. By 1935, they had flipped the University of Pretoria from an English institution into, an Afri- into a full-fledged Africans education. And by 1955, they had succeeded in establishing parity regarding uh, yeah, the medium of instruction between English and Africans. So Africans by 1955, was on the same footing as English uh, in terms of being the language of, of instruction. 27 years on, Songhezo, in this country, our languages are treated as disposable items. Our languages are not respected. And some black people who attended these so-called former Model C schools take pride in not even making an attempt of learning their languages. They speak poor Isiklose, they speak poor Isizul, and yet when they speak poor English, they laugh at you, you know? So to me, that really highlights uh, a problem with our thinking as black people, you know? Because it should be incumbent upon us as citizens to force this government to standardize African languages and turn them into, and turn them into mediums of instruction. I mean, for crying out loud, Africans still has their knee on the necks of many black people like right across the country. Why can't we respect our languages and support them and develop them into languages that can be used as medium of instruction? 
Very well, Masuno Abe, your thoughts are coming through very strongly and perhaps please listen because I've got a a view that seems to be quite antithetical to that of yours and Mr. Masenya as well specifically. I want you to respond. I don't know if the listener is responding to specifically me or to what you said, but he goes on to say, the gentleman, I understand if I'm looking at his profile picture correctly, says, open quote, hi, if I were to be taught home language all my life at school, how would I qualify to become a lawyer or a pilot since I would be dealing with multinationals? Abolish home language in school because we speak it at home. The guy talking on radio is not making any sense. As parents, we choose what is right for our kids. If me as a parent, I choose to communicate with my kids in English at home, I don't see anything wrong with that. Remember, tomato in English is also tomato in Kosa. I don't quite agree with that. And perhaps that speaks to the fact that the grasp of language might be lacking through the ongoing use of a language that is foreign to the extent that you might believe a tomato in English is the same thing in Isikosa. Your thoughts on that, please, Masenya. Um, I tend to agree with uh, what uh, Martin Nwabe was saying um, to a very greater extent. Um, we, you know, the, the language is promoted by its owners, the speakers, its indigenous speakers. And the example of Afrikaners is a very good one. Uh, more often than not, we hear uh, complaints that it's going to be expensive to write books in, in, in indigenous African languages and so on. Um, transformation is not cheap. You have to find the resources and then invest them in the project that you want to do uh, to create cohesiveness in this in this country. Um, the the, the latter speaker. Uh, well, I'm not surprised uh, what he's saying, and that also relates to what I just I said earlier on that the attitude of parents towards African languages, towards home language, it's not even African language, just home language, uh, is sometimes uh, based on wrong assumptions that you are doing a home language, and then you to the exclusion of everything. There is nothing that is saying that when you're doing uh, geography in Sipedi, it does not become geography. Uh, I mean, you must not have mentioned the uni- African universities. They're still there. And when we try to move them away from that, they want to create their own universities. So my point being, uh, we have to continue to to invest in this and to debate this issue so that people who think it is worthless to to learn through a language that you are familiar with should understand that it makes it makes a learning much easier the children who learn through english and this this came from the Paris 2016 um, uh, global uh, assessment final comment Sorry, I'm I'm asking for final comment, please, because I have to move okay. on. Okay, yeah. So, the, so, so, generally speaking, is there is nothing that can replace African languages. But again, uh, we 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 are we are asking for um, the use of home language side by side with a first additional language, and then we must invest. We must buy our children those African uh, books written in indigenous languages. Reach for them, those who are little. Let them reach for us.
and then we we we, we will build a very uh, self-respecting um, uh, people in our country. Certainly, I do agree with a lot of what you said. Thank you so much, then, Mr. Masenya Dikotlo, CEO of Montino Institute for Language and Literacy, imploring us to invest in our languages. Otherwise, perhaps what Walter Benzen Khubusana once wrote about, saying, Zemking omo magwalandini, is something we might come home to rue. 2132, then, final story coming up on the other side of the short break.